Olá, boa tarde, gente. Estamos escutando o podcast How the Fuck Do I Podcast com Marta e Ben. We are back with another great episode. I We mean, are. We're still know? in Los Angeles. We're still in Los Angeles. The creative juices are flowing. The singing is flowing. The We, languages are flowing. Yep. We had an incredible burrito, which I think has really kicked off our day. Yeah. So LA people, if you've never been to Koufax on Fairfax, go get yourselves a delicious breakfast burrito. Yeah. And Phenomenal. Ben had never been and I, he lives here. I live here. I've never even been there. I've been to everything around it except for that. So thank you for that. But I think that definitely got our, our day off to a really great start. So we're feeling it right we're now. We're feeling it. We're so ready. And we're we have an incredible guest uh, that I'm very excited about. Martin and I go back and forth. I mean, this podcast is all about living your best life. And we want to talk to people about giving real actionable advice about how to live your best life. And we haven't had a guest like this that is focusing on a topic, um, you know, that pretty much keeps us functioning and that is our mind and mm -hmm. our mindset that's right and so we wanted to talk to uh to savoy about how to help everyone including ourselves get into the right mindset in certain situations so we'll, we'll definitely dive into that but just to intro savoy a little bit he uh, grew up in the bay area what whoop, up wait where in the bay I was born in Berkeley. Nice. Yeah. I, Berkeley. Live in, I live in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. I'm Moved to the Caribbean, which I don't, you know, I'll keep this top level because I want Savoy to talk a little bit about this. But Savoy and I met in high school where we both yeah. went to boarding school in Santa Barbara. So we met in a location that we both moved to, which was pretty crazy. And I'm really excited to hear about, you know, when, when we reconnected and Savoy was telling me a little bit about what he does, um, it clicked with me that we have to have him on this podcast. Uh, Savoy, he's right now a mortgage branch manager um, who runs a whole team, which is incredible from all sorts of different cities. Uh, we'll get into that. He's a public speaker. Um, and most importantly, he is a life coach. Mm -hmm. I think life coach has become such a thing. Coaching has become such a thing. And I think it's, it's such a, I can't wait to talk to you because I think yeah. so many people are just looking for guidance. And I think such right. a big part of that is just getting your mental state in place and moving past mental blocks. So I'm 100%. so excited for this. Absolutely. Right, right. So welcome Savoy. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, thanks for, coming for having on the show. me. So excited to be here. Yeah. Um, so let's just like re rewind it. You're not going to do your little. Oh, sorry. Oh, beep, 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 beep. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, you've lived in so many incredible places, and I'm sure that's kind of made you who you are. Absolutely. So, I was born in Berkeley, lived there until I was about um, 15 years old. But prior to that, my mother was a single mom, had my sister and I. And we were just doing the daily grind, you know, in the Western world. Mm -hmm. um, she had a hair salon, cosmetologist for 20 years, and she was just burned out. And she felt like we were really missing the time, uh, the connection as a family one-on-one -on -one time so she uh sold her shop and uh, had been exploring the caribbean she took my sister and i to the island of tobago mm. which is in the country of trinidad and tobago oh, right yeah. the coast of venezuela south part of the caribbean and we lived there for about almost a year and it was the first experience really exposing me to other worlds and other you know ways that people live in the world outside of the u.s so it kind of launched me on my journey of exploration Came back after to the U.S. after the Caribbean and was in different schools in high school and was really not satisfied with the, the environment that I was in. Family friend had recommended boarding school and it sounded like an, this amazing idea, something I was open to. And I came down to visit Kate School and everything just unfolded, you know, kind of a domino effect. It was a pretty crazy time for, for both of us, for sure. How did Absolutely. you two meet exactly? Were you in a class together? Well, the thing was, is our school was 250 fucking people. Like, yeah, it yeah. was wow. super yeah. small. 
So everyone knew every, everything about everyone. Yeah. Everyone was friends. We Obviously, everyone had their groups of friends, for sure. Yeah. But the thing that I remember about Savoy was that everyone loved Savoy. Like, there, he was... He wasn't a part of any of like any group, you know what I mean? Like everyone was friends with Savoy, and mm. and and you know that I think that's a, a really important uh, thing to point out because it's kind of led you to uh, to what you do today. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Which is uh, you know what I want to get to. You went to LMU. Yep. But let's talk about where you went from there. So after college, I graduated in two thousand eight from Loyola Marymount University. Studied uh, music production. I wanted to be a sound engineer at the time. Oh, I had internship at Interscope Records, and at the time I was there, it was cool, but it wasn't. I, I was more drawn to the business route. And after school, so when I graduated in two thousand eight, I had no idea that there was like a huge stock market crash, or real estate market crash, or job challenge in the world. I just, I didn't kind of, I didn't, I just knew that fifty percent of my um, my peers couldn't get jobs. Yeah. So immediately, I went to school, worked in a business administration, and found myself, you know, living for the weekends, partying a lot, always in Vegas, and. I had great times, but I kind of saw myself not really living for life. I was kind of getting caught up in in the the Joneses and experiences, and had a little bit of an unhealthy lifestyle. And at 26 years old, I actually had a dream that I actually died and I was reborn. And the experience was powerful because I didn't rem I didn't remember the dying part, but the rebirth was such an amazing feeling. It was just like expansiveness, just love, just freedom and peace and joy. And the awareness, the the purpose of the dream was that it, I realized that there's so much more to life and there's so much more that I have to give. And so it, I, I stopped like drinking, I stopped everything else, going out, launched me on a path of spirituality and wanting to learn about my emotional self, my spiritual self even more. Uh, I wanted to learn about wealth and entrepreneurship and world views and world challenges that can be solved and brought me to where I am today. So. Wow, wait, so from just this one dream that There's you had. There's a lot had. that led up to it, but it was like the turning point. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's kind of like hitting a low and then just yep. this dream just kind of presented you things that you maybe hadn't seen before. Right, I felt. Like a path in front of you that you felt. It was a feeling that I had, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what, what, what were you doing at that time as far as work? I was working for a, a marketing company as like a territory manager. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. And so, corporate America. So, when you had this dream and this kind of change of self, what kind of took you, what was next? Absolutely. So, um, I started doing a lot of speaking, especially within the church. I was a member of Agape International mm -hmm. with Reverend Michael, and I was doing seminars with the youth there, seminars just about your emotional self and yourself in the world and how to create um, an income from your passion and what are your dreams. And, uh, just starting that conversation of bridging, you know, what people want and where they are and how can, you know, spirituality and meditation and emotional self be cool, you know, and this is like 2011, 2012. So it was still progressive, but yeah. not where awareness and the, the new thought movement is today in 2019, especially in Southern California. That's interesting. So I want to transition into, into the life coach side, uh, side of you. Mm -hmm. How does that, does that transition happen naturally organically or is it something that you kind of commit to like what is the process like there you know your transition there i've always kind of connected with people in that way my mother said when i was like three, three or four years old i'd be on the beach and i'd just be running around and go talk to random strangers you know so mm -hmm. the connection is important to me and i realized over my lifetime i started to realize that i had certain gifts that i'm an intuitive empath but i also have the power of clair clairsentience which is the ability to feel other people's emotions wait say that stop and Cla repeat that again yeah yep. yeah Clairsentience, Clairsentience, which is, which is uh, one of the nine extrasensory perception abilities, ESP, right? Wow. So many people have heard of like telepathy and other forms. And 
every every person has the capability to be able to tune into their intuition and feel because we're all connected. Um, a lot of people just either don't want to or they're just, it's just not the right time for them. And so, so when I speak from a life coaching perspective to answer your question, it's more of me where I am and, and doing my own work, spiritual, emotional, physical, mental work, but being present to where that other person is. So really I'm connecting to them. I'm tuning right. into them. Did you go and get a certification or do a course? Or, yeah, there were you know, some how- certifications I did just for validity, especially in you know the European world, um, especially uh, what's the term? Certain type of practitioner, neuro- mm-hmm. neurolinguistics programming, mm-hmm. NLP. Got the certification just because recognizing Europe, you know, different places. Yeah. So. Um, but it's really a lot of life experience and just studying and working with, you know, being a part of strong organizations, mental organizations, and and really studying and wanting to learn and being a student, you know, and then from there I can share from that space. We were talking a little bit about this before, but you have like a routine every day. You meditate, you carry crystals with you. Like yeah. They were falling out of your pockets. They were falling out of, the out of couch. She was amazing. Crystals everywhere. So my friends call them marbles. They're like, you got your marbles today? I'm like, yeah, I got <laughs> I love crystals. I don't really know what each one means. I'm sure I'm not using them the right way. I just think they're yeah. really pretty and I have a lot around my house. So crystals are actually new for me. I only started using them in the last couple of months. Mm. But it's something I've been, you know, one of the gurus I follow, you know, recommended it, especially for intuition. And I tried it and it blew me away. Every every crystal and every, you know, um, direction or how they receive the, the guidance or the instruction is different for every person. But if you want to just search like um, best crystals for health or best crystals for wealth and abundance, you can search on Google and a ton of crystals will come up. You can go get them on Amazon. There's there's a variety of sources. There's even local dealers in uh, Los Angeles or wherever what, people are. How do the crystals connect with like your energy? Like so how does that all operate? Everything is alive. Everything is energy, right? But crystals, certain certain rocks and crystals, they have an energetic influence and a vibration. And so if you keep them near you or even have some that um, align with certain chakras in your body. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know chakras, there's seven energy kind of portals that happen in your body starting from the top of your head to your pelvic area. And so a certain specific crystal will align with a certain chakra in your body and it will help to influence either for the aligning, balancing or the cleansing of that chakra. Wow. Or it also helps with energy. So So I was just in Sedona a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. as I take my ladycation with my friend Jenny. Ladycation. Ladycation. Yes, it's a ladies vacation. Uh And so we went to Sedona and we went to actually several vortex zones to see if you feel anything different. And we did yoga in a vortex. And our yoga instructor was saying that one of, there's many reasons for the vortexes in Sedona, but one is because there are crystal beds underneath the earth. And that's part of the reason mm-hmm. of the energy. Yep. So we went to one of them, like you were there and you just felt really light. And we went maybe 200 feet away, like on a different trail. And it felt like the upside down and strange. It Whoa. felt, mm-hmm. Jenny and I both got headaches. Yep. It was hurting and yeah. it was wild. I've never felt anything like that. And there wasn't anything on a map that was like, this is a bad area. We just both felt a contrast of negative and positive energy. Yeah. Interesting. I can understand what you're saying, right. having gone and experienced that. And a great point, because when I first started using crystals, I felt the sense, the feelings of a hangover, grogginess, and a lot of pain. And they say, what happens is, and I was like, is this just the wrong crystal? Is this a bad one? Like, is this one like expired, you know, or is it me? But what they say is it it starts moving the energy and we have a lot of blocked energy and we have a lot of toxic energy. So what it's doing is actually cleansing it from your body. Wow. So anytime you like people who've like stopped eating meat or they've stopped like drinking or smoking or your body got to close it through withdrawals, it's a painful stage. But what's happening is it's cleansing. 
Fascinating. And so if it's too much, like I put like, I think 10 crystals under my pillow the first time and it was like way too much. It was like overload. You know? Crystal overdose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's probably what happened. It was probably very strong and yeah. it was just too much at once. Yeah. It was crazy. More yeah. I mean, that was actually going to be my next question is like, if, if someone wants to try crystals, yeah. where do you begin? Like what? A little bit. Baby steps. Yeah. Not 10 under your pillow is not the learning. Under your pillow. And so, <laughs> not recommended. <laughs> how do you know which crystals to get, though? Like, how you do said you said you Google it. You Google it. Yeah, you just yeah. Google it. Yeah. There's tons. There's so many. And yeah, there's so yeah. many. There's different websites to resources. It really comes down to like what you want to get out of it. Yeah. What do you want to achieve? What are you focusing on? Yeah. You know, more love, more health, wealth, forgiveness, um, moving blocks, resistance, um, moving through in your career, you know, developing your spiritual self, developing your intuition. Um, Very interesting. There's a crystal for everything. There's a crystal yeah. for everything. So that's one element of your routine that's yeah. kind of around positive mindset. What's What are the other elements of your routine? So there's so many different modalities and modality is pretty much um, a form or a way to achieve or receive a desired result, right? So one modality for people to relax can be yoga or meditation, right? Or visioning or Tai Chi or, um, so there's so many different modalities that people can use that I've learned. I even flew to Canada to go work with a hypnotist for a while and learned uh, something called Psyche, which is another modality of balancing your left and right brain hemispheres with a belief that you have. So a lot of people, we've heard affirmations, right? In movies like, oh, I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm powerful. And that works, but it's only on the surface. It'll work for maybe a day or so. But unless you get to the root below, like the emotions that can be trapped in our body and our organs, or even in certain parts of our body, you know, and you really get to the to the root cause and the root of where those memories, those beliefs are in your mind and your body, that you're not gonna see a change, you know? And so that's why a lot of people who want to make changes in their life, but until they really do the work at the spiritual, emotional level and mental level, they always go back to who they were before. There are people who are battling with inner demons or insecurity, oh, yeah. or I'm a big, big like lover of Brene Brown who talks about the story you're telling yourself. Yes. So f when the negativity is coming from within, yes. how do you tune that out or move that negative energy out? So one thing I've heard, um, I believe Reverend Michael had said this, I don't know how he started it, but the pain will push you until the vision pulls you. So sometimes life will present really bad situations to the point where like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I want to change. And so when people are to that level where they're really open, they don't have any resistance in the way or any ego of, oh, I've heard that before. Oh, I've tried that. Oh yeah, I've seen that online. Because I talk to people all the time and that's what they'll tell me, but they're really not open and they're mm -hmm. really not listening. And so when people... When you have a situation where you're totally open and vulnerable and cracked open and you have the right mentorship of someone who really has your best you know, um, intention at heart and you can really trust them, that's when you see a change. Mm, yeah. So you have to just really be vulnerable get all that, so, to get to that state. Yeah, so really in, you know, in the mindset and developing one's mindset, there's a lot of steps. The first step is getting all the crap out of the way. All the conditioning you learned, all the nonsense of, you know, lack and you're not good enough and you're not beautiful and you're not perfect because we are, right? Because we're divine. And then the next step is replacing all that with with positive, the truth. And then step three is maintaining that and elevating your, your vibration. So for people who are negative and are, are hearing those voices and are having a hard time with it, the first step is getting all that junk out of there. That's hard in today's world with yeah. just, you know, I think we talked about another episode around um, building self-confidence with yep. a, one of our guests, Sparkle, about how 
it's hard to do that, especially with social media. Mm-hmm. So do you do you actively tell people to tune out of social media? Are you pro social media? What what's your You're view on that? You're very pro social media. I am, and I find myself scrolling. So sometimes if I'm not in a present state or if I'm not intentional in my thoughts, I'll find myself just scrolling and I get lost. Yeah. So it's that perfect balance, right? Social media is a powerful tool because we're all on there. It's a digital resume, right? So people can go on and see, you know, my, my Instagram. We'll talk about it later, but it's Coach Savoy, right? They can go mm-hmm. on. They can see quotes I have, fun things I'm doing. They can see more of who I am as a person, my personality, you know, especially with the ability to send voice notes with direct message. It's great. Um but social media, people can get lost too because it's this fake digital world. Like as we are in virtual reality where, you know, you'll see some people who are living this amazing life and these these women who look great and these men look great and they look rich and happy and everything's perfect and there's so much behind that picture. You yeah. know, it's not true. So oh, yeah. one of the lessons is not to compare. Don't compare yourself to others, you know, to just say, okay, where am I now? Where do I want to be? And how can I use social media as a tool to connect with other people in that way or or just share my gifts or my offering of what I have? So a positive intention with social media. Mm-hmm. Positive intention, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were just talking about it today. Like I'm I'm writing an Instagram post about my favorite album of all time and I'm like sitting there with Marta. Blink, what did he do? State of the Enema? I didn't want to say it, but it's state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Enema of the state. Get it Sorry. right. <laughs> I'm old. But, to, to Savoy's point was like, I was like so concerned. Am I writing too much? Like, is this like, you know, paragraph? Like, is anyone even going to care about this? And it's like, wait a second. I'm writing this for myself. And like, I need to have those intentions that like, it doesn't matter what other people are going to think. And Marta, you said it too. No one's going to read it. I didn't say that <laughs> but, in a mean way. I, I know said, it was negative. <laughs> I said people are only going to read the first three sentences because sure. no one reads anymore and i said also is if it's for you who cares yeah that's that was what i was, I was getting like to. no one's gonna read no one's coming to a sweet 16th birthday louise yeah, yeah no yeah no but um, <laughs> <laughs> makes me sound so mean yeah. you are not Would you, everyone you're like everyone else just fucking with me I'm that's okay. yeah, yeah. but I, I mean to that point it's like you just have to like treat social media in a positive way, you know, and, yeah. and put right. your true self out there. And that's what people want right. to see. And that's your influence, right? So if you can set a positive tone, you're going to influence other people on social yeah. media. Yeah, and you're very good about that. I mean, we always plug <laughs> social, but and you're Coach Savoy on Instagram, but you're very good about quote picture, quote picture, yeah. which I really like, which is Yeah, cool. I got to throw some fun, some crazy things in there too, you know, like, I don't know. I put something. I'm. Um, this is my office in Brazil. I'm in the Amazon River, and I'm in. A, I'm in a speedo, and yeah, we're hanging out. That, you know? I think that's so what. Like, yeah, like literally. Do you spice it up? Just spice it where up. Where do you, you put the crystals when you're a speedo? I'm just kidding. Don't ask that so question. Many questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fanny pack. It's a little. Never mind. But I mean, let's. I want to touch on that because I think it's pretty crazy. Like Savoy. I don't. First of all, I have no fucking clue where you live. I've, you're in Miami. You're in Brazil. You're. I don't in, know where you're, I live. Yeah. Here in California. Like, yeah. how do you? manager you ha- you're a, uh, a mortgage branch manager can you just talk correct, to us a correct. little bit about how you maintain that lifestyle in such yeah. a positive light so really i mean along the lines of of the, the coaching spirituality and being in the mortgage industry we have a team in california team in florida it's the perfect balance and i really embraced it of the left brain which is analysis analytical numbers finance and the right brain which is creativity expression, expansiveness. So it's really balancing both of those hemispheres, which is important for me, and realizing I can do both and I can share both. You know, it's not like coaching clients are gonna be like, oh, you're in the mortgage industry or mortgage clients are like, oh, you know, you're doing coaching. Are you really in the mortgage industry? And really, 
they they work hand in hand and they're so connected, right? I was talking to clients this morning and I'm like, you need to read my, my you know, you need to listen to this podcast today. You need to read my, pour my book on meditation, you know, because the anxiety, you're freaking out right now, you know, so yeah. it's all connected. But how do I maintain that? It's through my routine. So for me, I juice in the morning, mostly vegetables, fruits, I throw some oatmeal in there and different things. That gives me a lot of energy. I'm like, my brain's awake, right? Meditation. I'll either listen to guided meditation with music or audio, or sometimes I'll just be silent and close my eyes. So sort of exercise always helps uh, moving your body. It helps moving the energy, you know, getting the endorphins going. I'm more awake and I'm my creative space. Energy flows. I feel more connected to my spiritual self. Sure. Yeah, because what happens is if you don't raise your vibration and get clear of your thoughts and your own self, you're going to end up responding to what happens in the world and external conditions. I, I want to dive deeper into that. Like, what are your tips for yeah. raising that energy? Like, Absolutely. What- and I want to go back to the, the level of if you don't set the tone and, and be intentional of what you want for the day and imagine what you want to happen, life will just happen and you're going to respond to it. But when you can, you actually can create your reality. That's so true. Yeah. Because it's like when you're letting someone, you know, when you let someone get the best of you or you let someone take the air out of you, it's like a way to, again, like reclaiming your time or reclaiming your space, yeah. reclaiming your energy. Your I energy. never even thought of that. Like yeah. I'm so protective of my time, but yeah. you're right. Like my energy is a precious commodity. I shouldn't let someone take. Absolutely. It's my, my mind's blown. So one of the things you can do is um, imagination is powerful if you believe it so one of the things i learned is you can actually imagine one thing that I, when i would go to speak i would speak with a lot of people a lot of different energies in rooms right even if it's a conscious or like a church place it doesn't mean all the energy is positive so i learned from one of my, one of my gurus is that you can surround yourself with light so you imagine almost like a yellow light or a shield around you mm. or like purple flame is really good so i imagine that before as like a shield and then when i would go speak the energy wouldn't affect me but when i didn't do that sometimes i would feel drained gross, exhausted, fatigued, almost like sick. Yeah, so no matter how it's going or how you think it's going to go, if you can come to the place where you can imagine how you want it to go, even the conversation, imagination is very powerful. So they've done studies with athletes where they would train, let's say, for you know uh, a track runner, right? They're running on the track. They'll have them lay down, hook them up to these machines and close their eyes, and in their brain, they'll have them run the race. And the brain, there's the same activity in the body and the brain as it was they were actually doing it. So what that proves is that the power of the imagination really is the same as it happened in real life. And when we can learn to make changes on the inside, you'll see changes on the outside. Until you make changes on the inside, you will not see changes on the outside. So it's almost like the external world, external conditions, or even people are actors and actresses in your movie. And so one thing I've learned is you can actually thank people, especially in relationships, because once you shift, they will shift. Mm -hmm. But they can't shift unless you change. So they're like almost willing participants and we're all willing participants for each other in each other's movies, right? Oh my God, we're in the matrix. We're in yeah, the we're fucking in the matrix. matrix. <laughs> yeah. We're plugged in. It's crazy, but that's yeah. a perfect transition because I want to talk about relationships, tips of people who are in negative relationships or are not happy with that. Some relationship teachers have say, you know, make a list of pros and cons of what you like about this person. But really, what do you want within yourself? If you want more love, how can you give more love to yourself? You know, you want to be appreciated. How can you appreciate yourself more? We can't look for satisfaction or joy or fulfillment in other people because human, most humans, it, it, they're, their behavior is irrational and they're mm-hmm. going to let you down every time. Until you change, and if you have a change within yourself and you really don't care what the other person does, 
then it's going to be all gravy and it's all it's all butterflies right and that's that you're able to enjoy life and if you can grow and be able to expand and evolve together as a partnership that's when you have the success a lot of what you're talking about is about values so are there other kind of important values that you coach people on in order to have this great positive mindset define value for me oh wow what it means to Um, you like wow uh, I guess values are sort of like a set of principles that you live by, right? Yeah, for or me, you it's act like on. having empathy, having uh, honesty. Like one of them might be like you can't fix anything externally until you fix yourself and Correct. you uncover it. So yes. I guess I would define that as a value. That's a value for sure. Um, so are there other values like that that yeah, you there's, coach so, people on? So there's there's a theory or even belief that any lack, poverty, illness, sadness, pain. It really is, we're not meant to, to experience that. Let me talk on the, on the opposing side from the positive. So abundance, wealth, wellness, joy, love, happiness is, is really what we're, meant, we're, we're here for, right? That's our birthright. And anything other than that is, is not the truth. Some of the principles are that one, we're all connected, right? We're all connected. And if we can have a change in thought, if you think about someone, as an example, any of the listeners, have you ever thought about someone or, or thought of something and within a day or two you've seen it? Like, so you're thinking about chocolate cake, chocolate cake's in front of you, right? Or I you think, think it's behavioral targeting ads, but right, yeah, you're, right. I know what you mean. It's NASA, it's NASA <laughs> oh on my Facebook, God, I right? thought of this and now it's on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I totally know what you mean. I'm just teasing. Or you thought of that one person you haven't talked to in a while yes. and then in a day or two they call you yeah. or they send no, you a message. Totally. It's like, yeah. whoa, I was just thinking about you. Yeah, what the no, hell? absolutely manifesting yeah. it, yeah. So we're actually electronic. Our body's electronic. We're also water. But the brain has the power to send in a three-dimensional signal. They can go on the other side of the world instantly, right? So once you realize the power that we have of our thoughts, but also that we're actually like a, a machine in a way, the power of our brain and power of our heart, there's also a brain in your heart too. We can talk about that later. But it sends a three-dimensional, almost like a, a radio wave signal. And that's how you're able to create or that person will respond to you or send you a message right, based on your thoughts. So our thoughts are so powerful. And more than that, our subconscious thoughts too, and our conscious, because a lot of people say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to, you know, start this keto diet. I'm going to eat healthy. But really there's a lot of garbage in there in the subconscious mind or things that they don't know is true for themselves because they don't know anything different. It's what they've learned since they were in the womb or even um, over generations of what their family has passed on is truth, but it's really not true, especially the, all the negativity. You don't mind, Ben, if I go off script for a minute? hundred percent. Oh, twice. Yeah, so many far facts coming. Um, so, and I don't know if you were saying you believe this. I just am curious. So, you know, you were saying like some people believe that we're not meant to experience any negativity. It's hard to understand truly what happiness is or be grateful without experiencing negative right. things sometimes. So is right. that theory then saying that like it's not good to experience negativity ever? For some people it is. And some people need that because there's the contrast, right? Mm. So um, when you experience a really bad experience or with someone and someone treats you really well, wow, I appreciate this person that treated me well because I know what it's like to not be treated well. So there you know, certain theories that you need contrast in order to appreciate life or realize what you do want, right? Right, I right. don't want this, so I do want this. Right, that's what right. I was asking. Yeah, is like, yeah. it seems like Absolutely. you for, probably need- For human experience, a lot, of, we, a lot of people need that until they elevate to different levels of consciousness, yeah. Mm, okay, great, sorry. In the, in the starting stages, for sure, absolutely. Which goes back to the point, a lot of people need to get to a point, a uh, situation you know, so drastic, either with health, 
or with finances or with you know relationship that's so bad that they're open they're finally open for something a new way of being and realizing the truth well that's where i was going with that because i was yeah. going back to your original story of you point. you Great were point. you know you were going to this yeah. dip and then it, you had yeah. this dream and it was like you had yeah. to have that it in order to even get to where you were yeah, you, you have Absolutely. to go through those types of experiences to have the perspective based on my consciousness at that time right right and where i was at that time i needed to have that experience so now i don't need to have that experience because of the work i've done and the awareness and the truth that i know of who I am and who we really are. Right, right. I'm remembering now, right? I right. Remember. So it's a good way to also then look at the negativity, right? In order to reframe your mindset is that it's going to, even though it's hard, it'll take you to a different place than correct. where you are now. Correct, correct. But now I look at it too much, right? Because what we focus on, we create. So you can acknowledge and give thanks for it or even the moment, you know, I feel really shitty right now. I'm really upset. I'm angry. I'm going to love and accept myself despite that. And I'm going to express that feeling because emotions are powerful, but it's temporary. I'm not going to stay there because if we stay there, you're going to create more of it. So I think that's, 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 that's real huge. actionable advice right there. Yeah. That Savoy yeah. gave is yeah. like when you're in those kind of moments, uh, like own up to it. Like, yes, yep. I'm angry and be yep. honest about it yep. is what I'm kind of and getting to it. is like, I'm fucking pissed. Yep. I'm yep. going to yell right now. Yep. But with that mindset of like, <laughs> I'm going to go through this to get to the other side. To get side to another know place. know what the other side is. And despite this, I still love and accept myself. Always. And despite yes. this, I still love and accept myself. Yes. That is a really powerful thing that yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think a lot of people do, and certainly not myself, to yeah. think about yeah. doing that in those moments. And yeah. I think that that's that kind of leads into like the next question that I had is like, what are your habits that people can take from from you to just easily apply to their own lives? Like what you, you What know, are some you, of the tips? What are the tips? But really uh, some some key lessons or, or tips is to be present in the moment. When we think about the past, we really regret or we kind of stay in the past. We think about the future, creates anxiety or fear most of the time or excitement. Present in the moment. What else can I be more grateful for? What else can I appreciate in the moment? Right? Because even if things are really bad, it can always be worse. Yep. Right? Always. What do I really want in this situation? What do I really want? And how can I even go bigger? So someone who's in a place where they, they're in a home or that they really don't like being in, what can I appreciate about this home now? Or even with people, right? There's people, that, you know, especially in LA, it's a, it's a big um, town for, for dating and singles and it can be okay. What did I appreciate about this one person? And as you're doing that, you're creating a, a mental spiritual list of all the characteristics you do like, right? Because mm. you're focusing on what you do want rather than what you don't want. Mm. That's so key. And right? do you recommend so you writing it, that down? Like write writing down. all these answers to these questions down? Yep. Record it if you like, you know, record your voice with your phone, whatever it takes. That's really key. Um, be careful what you consume and what you eat. And there's some um, practitioners I can recommend for those. Uh, I'll have my information at the end, but also food intolerances too. So for me, I found out I was intolerant of certain foods that I had to eliminate. Once I eliminated them, my body was so much more clear. Mm. And when I ate certain things, it actually even affected my emotions and how I thought. Think about how you felt when you eat certain things before and after and when you're eating too. And do I feel guilty that I'm eating this food? Am I just enjoying it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking enjoy this donut or this burrito and it's going to nourish my body. It's going to digest well and I'm going to be in a great feeling place. So it's that balance of how do you feel emotionally? What are you telling yourself? But also where is the food sourced and where is it coming from? And I noticed a difference in my body where I would go to certain places and I'm eating certain things. I'll eat whatever I want. My body responds, my energy's high, I'm shredded, I lost all this weight I can never lose. 
where you know I'm in other parts of the world and I'm on this special diet. I'm cutting out carbs. I'm only having juices. I'm only having greens, and my body isn't responding. So, yeah, you can see where the food Just is paying sourced. attention. It sounds like too. Yeah. yeah, awareness, awareness, awareness. Maybe journaling. Uh huh. Yeah, I stopped eating a certain food for a while, and um, I was with my mom in Miami, and. I was eating a sandwich, and there was that food piece I took out. I had that food piece, and I was watching like a. It was like an I think a commercial on YouTube or something. I was meditating. It was like a Hallmark commercial or something really corny, and I started crying immediately. Really? And I had no emotional connection with that that commercial. I wasn't feeling sad, but that food was affecting my emotions to that state of not having it and then, and then putting it back in my body. Oh my God, what was it? You're yeah, not going to tell yeah. us? Oh, okay, tell me after we're done recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> right, fair enough. Off, off the track, yeah. yeah. But I think these are really good takeaways of just being a, being aware. Right, I love the idea of writing down, you know, what you were grateful for, what yep. you liked about something, yep. and just kind of uh, just keeping a log of how you're feeling. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think people do that, and I certainly don't yeah. do that enough. And I love the routine. I yeah. think the routine is a really important thing because right. you know it, we always talk about on this podcast living in the present and i think it's important to have that routine every day um and everyone's is different too super fascinating i feel like we could be here for hours we definitely could. oh my god could, wow. needs to move yeah that's right well we need to go into the speed round let's light <laughs> let's it up speed let's, yeah. let's, let's light right. it up speed round let's take the vibrations really high and do some nice speed round questions. Yeah. So what we do is we just ask really fast questions cool. and you just quick give answers. quick answers. I and we'll quick. go All back right. and forth. So right. Marta, I started the last episode. Oh, okay. So why don't you start? What destination is on the top of your bucket list? Maldives. Fate or luck? Belief. Ooh. Boom. Boom. Uh, what artist or song instantly puts you? I had originally in a positive mindset, but I'm going to change it to a higher vibration. But there was a song that was created by someone in Europe, in Amsterdam, who was a part of a mental, spiritual organization I was part of, and it's called a money song. And that's a special bonus for people when they, when they, they work with me. But that, that, that song puts me in a high vibration. YouTube it, everybody, the yeah. money song. The YouTube. money song. Mm -hmm. What age do you hope to retire? What is retiring? Yeah. Not today. I, I was hoping that you would say something like that. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about being a life coach? Inspiration, changing lives. Have you ever cried at work? Yes. Best piece of advice you've ever received? Remember who you are. Favorite age so far? 33. This age. Complete the sentence, happiness is. Now. All right. I like that. Where can people follow you, learn yeah, about yeah, you? Yeah, you want to plug. Plug, yeah. plug, plug, so, plug. Plug. Yeah. So, so the Instagram is Coach Savoy, and it's uh, C-O-A-C-H-S-A-V-O-I. I is an ice cream. Coach Savoy. That's my Instagram handle. The tips, the free gift for all the listeners, you can text the number seven, T-I-P-S, and you're going to text it to the number 858-218-6341. And so you're going to text seven tips to 858-218-6341, and I'll send you uh, a document with, a, with the seven tips to raise your vibration today, right? So you can have that and you can be able to use it. To, Dude, to that's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to my boss and be like, I don't want a money raise. I want you to raise my raise raise. Raise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding, Danny, if you're listening, I always want more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
You said LinkedIn as well, right? Yes. LinkedIn, yeah. What, yeah. whatever else. We, like, I want to. You should plug your book. Yeah. Yeah. When you text me for the seven tips, I'll send you the link for the book as well. How to be your best self. It's an audio bundle, audio and ebook. I did the voiceover as well. So if you want to hear my voice, you can hear it's it. It's a very calming voice. Any, anytime. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank Amazing. you for being here. Thank you for having me. And Ben, you said 100% twice. I did. So you need to give us two, two far facts. facts. I was one of three freshmen to make the JV soccer team, and I was the smallest kid in school. Yeah. Okay, this is actually good because yeah. Savoy is six. You were six three. Six three, six four. Yeah, you were the tiniest. When I got to high school and boarding school, <laughs> the time they they check you for lice, they take your weight, they take your height, all this information. <laughs> I came into high school at four eleven, seventy pounds. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I um, swear to God, Eli, I'm it was excited. You've already shared this, but I'm going to let what? you. Yes. All right. Well. Um, I still like it, though. Well, it was a bad one. It's just that well, you I just wanted to it. relate it to high school because Savoy and I met in high school. Well, there's got to be more high school dirt in there. Ben, what's your dream? What's my dream? What's your dream? Oh, my goodness. My dream is to every day I wake up and I'm just like really excited for my day. Like okay. I want my I want my life to like literally be like every day is I'm good with. Good. Um, and for me, I have no idea what that is yet, but I know that I'm like, I'm building toward it. And like, what's holding just, you back from getting there? I've always had a safety net as far as just great support, great mm-hmm. family. And like, I'm not very good at taking risks, Okay, but I feel like I'm taking that step And this podcast to me is a very big one of like putting myself out there yeah. and I have no fucking clue where this is going to go, Yeah, but it's, I know in my heart that this yeah. is like the right way of doing it. Yeah. So yeah. I know that I'm getting to that dream. Right. Right. That's a good one. Give me yeah. one more part pack. Um, I hate eggplant because when I was a kid, my mom f- gave us an eggplant for dinner and I legitimately thought it was a zucchini. And so when I took a bite of it, I was expecting the zucchini flavor and my mind was like this is rotten and i spit it out and i've never liked it since i'm willing to give it another try but honestly i've never eaten it since we, right. have, we have a modality where you can clear that oh yeah i'll have you love yes. a eggplant in 30 minutes i'll, te- I'll, I'll text you <laughs> dm him, D- DM him. <laughs> seven <laughs> tips all right there we go hopefully that was good Those i need great. to i need to make sure i'm writing my farb facts down that i've said so i don't repeat them again just go listen to the episodes again yeah <laughs> all right everyone well thanks so much uh you know look out for us um at how the fuck do i podcast email us how the bleep do i podcast at gmail.com we want to hear from you hope you enjoyed this episode comment share it with us and hit up savoy all right we'll see you next time signing off perfect raise your vibration